Today on Good Stuff, we talk about carrot cake, Oreos, retro foods. We talk about our careers in one Cheese Whiz ad that just gets weirder every time you look at it. Welcome to Good Stuff, the only podcast where we talk about uh, how how your day was. We just that's the only thing we talk about. We don't we don't talk about anything else. We talk about if your day was bad, we talk about it. If your day was good, we talk about it. But there's only two people on the show, so it's exclusively about our days. It's no one else's days. We don't ask anyone else how their day was, but we do ask each other. Sometimes we ask ourselves, which honestly I think everyone should do. I'm Rob. I'm Nick. <laughs> and this is Good Stuff, the Oreo podcast. Um, How was your day, Rob? It was good. <laughs> it was, you know, you know, it was it was a lot. And I'm sure I'll go into it uh, today because I just uh, my cats are fucking just such pieces of shit right now. Um uh, my, I got my, my female cat Artemis fixed today, uh, or yesterday. I, you know, um, I, I, I want to stop you right there because of course the first place where my, my, my brain goes is like, oh no, your cat was broken. She was broken? <laughs> yeah. You're not the first person to make that joke. Oh geez. Um, I, I really, but it's a good original. joke and you should be proud of it. I hope that makes your day better. Well, when we get around to asking about my day, I'll tell you if it made it better or not. Oh, I will. I will that wasn't pa- that wasn't passive aggression. That was just me saying that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my but so this is just crazy shit that happened, like a corner case thing that happens with cats. I've I've a male and a female cat yeah. that are Kitty. siblings. Sorry. One of them got fixed. The other one did not because money is a thing. And um, it turns out the female cat we had theory that she was about to go into heat. The vet said, yeah, she was about to go in heat, but you fixed her. And I'm like, cool. Turns out when you fix a cat that's about to go in heat, they release a lot of hormones and pheromones. Oh. And so the male cat's just like very confused. And my my male, my 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 young furry son is very horny and it is a problem. Um, it has been a problem for about for two days. And my I, other I my other tell. cat is just very drugged out. So Wh- Without context, my furry son, uh, you know, still applies in this in what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, it, I'd be very confused. It, I am also very confused, <laughs> like your furry son, but for different reasons. Yes, yes, because <laughs> Oreos release pheromones for you that are irresistible. I I was hoping uh, to keep that off the podcast, but yes, it's true. <laughs> How was your day, Nick? Before we even talk about Oreos, how was uh, your day? It was good. It was it was an, it was a nice little rainy day, uh, but I was stuck inside, you know, working. And, uh, and you're going into work too, so yeah. It, and the reason why I note I note that it's rainy is because I, for the first time in a while, remembered my actual waterproof shoes as opposed to trudging through the parking lot in sneakers and then having to secretly be barefoot under my desk as my shoes dry out all day. Uh, wait. Oh, but hold on. You said the reason you knew it was rainy is because you remembered your waterproof shoes. 
Uh, well, so no, if, the, the if reason you why didn't I remember it. your waterproof shoes, you would not have. You would have come home and it would have evaporated from your brain as if like water. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. um, I the, the want to make sure two, that's what you're saying. The two are deeply tied in my brain, and you know, if it's you know, if I don't have my shoes, I can't tell if it's raining. Oh, sure, sure. No, I, mean, sure. I don't I mean, think that's how I intended that to to come out, but uh, that's yeah, that's how my brain. That's works, what you I said. Guess. So that's what that's I said. What we're going with. Yeah, it's recorded. So um, <laughs> you know, we we have evidence. Yeah, Nick, what are we reviewing today? Oh, it. Why I'm happy to tell you, it is uh Oreos. Carrot cake Oreo. The carrot cake Oreo. No, I have it on good authority, and the authority being you is that you really fucking like carrot cake. Um, I do really. Uh, yeah, it's honestly you're a big it's, carrot cake fan. It it is low key one of the best cakes. How many other cakes are made from root vegetables? I'm I'm glad you asked because I've ha- I've came into this thinking the same question. Like, would like, you have would would you have like a a turnip cake? A turnip cake, a potato cake. Well, so I I was thinking about potato cake, and I think the best thing that comes to mind is probably like you either have like potato pancakes or um what is it or like like or like potato bread. Like I'm thinking like root vegetable dessert. Okay. Um, Nuts traditionally not root vegetables. <laughs> they are uh, traditionally not. They could be uh, in a parallel universe, but uh, beef also not a root vegetable. Not a root vegetable. You're just getting that out of the way, right? Um, rabbits close to root vegetables. They eat them, not root vegetables themselves. Denying the uh, "you are what you eat" uh, so phrase. Here is like, here's my other question. Do you think? Because when I think of carrot cake. I think of banana bread because it's like kind of it's like same world, but not same thing. Right. Yeah. It's like same like family of thing. But would you consider banana bread a cake? This is what the podcast is most of the time. We barely even talk about uh, about cookies. We talk about what is this food? I've even forgotten what cookie we're talking about. I'm very, I'm very interested. In, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm very. I've not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boss. I um, yeah, no. Is it is it a cake? Uh, I I think cakes need frosting. So what? Okay, well, that's fair. Can, that can, no, that can, that's a hundred percent fair. But it, could you frost a banana bread and be like, this is a cake? Let's could be it become fair, banana you, cake. Let's be fair. You could frost most anything. Yeah, meat. <laughs> uh, ooh, frosted meat. Um, frosted meat. I'm gonna, I just want to sit here and think about that for a moment. I know. Um, well, well, I mean, the my, the cake and frosting comment kind of comes from the very famous legal argument of uh, cupcake versus muffin. The that was a legal that was a legal question. Um, it must have been. Oh, I'm, I'm, I thought I'm going, I'm going you out said very here. famous, and I like completely trusted <laughs> you. I was like, uh, oh shit! Like I didn't, dude. I'm so excited to hear about this court case. Like um, I can't wait. I, I, I could probably think of some details for it. Uh, <laughs> I can make it up. I don't know. Yeah, it's famous. Yeah, I can make. Very I can make it up. I'm you taking an improv class. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I honestly think that, and we're gonna probably. I, I, you know what? S- send the reviews on Twitter. I, re- I, I really, I'm really looking to engage with the fans. Um, I think that the main difference between cupcakes and muffins are, is frosting. 
I I would agree. I would agree. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, you I could feel argue. Like, I I feel like historically cupcakes are more like cakey versus bready is like a thing, right? Like it's it's sort of like a it's a spectrum. Yeah. You know, like it's either really cakey or it's really bready, and like third axis, dry, moist. Um, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, and then I don't know what the other. There's only two axes. I can't. I haven't defined a third axis. Right. Uh, maybe maybe the sweet X would versus, be like sweet versus savory. Sweet versus savory. Yeah, savory cupcakes. What are your thoughts? Um, I'll try anything once. Uh, I would. Okay. I, you know, I would. I would. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm pausing because I'm trying to think of what a, what a good savory cupcake flavor would be like. Uh. What would it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of. It's kind of like a cornbread with cardamom. It, actually, yeah, you can a cornbread, but that's yeah, cornbread. Cornbread yeah. oh, cupcakes, shoot. right? Yeah. Like that's very bready. That's uh, on the scale. It's like bread, bread spectrum, dry spectrum. What was the third one? Uh, sweet savory. Sweet savory. That's savory. Savory dry bread. This is like we're making this axes. <laughs> And hey, you know, look, uh, I'm baked I, I, goods. It's, it's my pleasure to work with a food scientist on this, uh, you know, on this new discovery or, you know, <laughs> in our categorization and taxonomy of food. Uh, I w- want to do more of that, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, we do weird shit in sensory. We do like attribute maps and stuff. So the multivariate maps, if you want to get real st- statistical. Ooh, um, I do. It, Maybe later. Try, <laughs> <sighs> um, it it's basically like uh, the way to, the way to look at it is it's like you got two axes and essentially it doesn't really matter what the axes are, but like every point on this like Cartesian plane, this regular like graph paper, is like how re- is is like compared to every other point. So they basically all that ends up being is that if like Let's take, let's take like whiskey, right? Okay. Or no, I don't know enough about whiskey. Let's take coffee. Because um, <laughs> the first attribute that went to my head was like smoky. And I was like, don't do coffee. But I know <laughs> coffee. So we're doing coffee. But like, you think like smoky, you think um, like dark chocolate. Those two dots might be really close to each other. And then you might have like a brown sugar note. That dot's not really that close to them. You have serial note, which is like kind of not close to either of those in like a different direction. And then you have like, so you have like 20, 30 different dots on this plot that all represent a different thing. And they sort of like repel or attract each other in different ways. Oh. Um, And then, so you have this map, right? And you get this map by basically tasting a bunch of this product and then putting them all over the place and then seeing how things like line up. Okay. Um, and but like every you can do this for soda, you can do this for you can do this for bread, you can do this for cake bread things. Uh so uh, so now you've got me wondering like can you use do, We got real do, we got real nerdy like we were being real goofy and now I'm like multivariate analysis. Well no, <laughs> so, cool. so see but like you you can't say something like that and then like have like my brain not go places like um can you like and can you like pre-plan uh uh what is it a, like a 
a flavor map like that and then try and engineer a food to fit what you uh oh sure to fit that and then from there like does does this kind of map have like predictive power like if you knew like you know if you knew that you had certain notes in different places and whatever sure okay so like you could say i'm trying to think of another one um that's like more helpful um you could basically isolate it to a point where if you have like chocolate right yeah you kind of have like the light chocolate attributes on the left you have the kind of like the dark chalky dark chocolate attributes sort of like clustered on the right you have this sort of in-between space in the middle and then like you have like this almost weirder part at like clustered at the bottom that's like only exclusively white chocolate stuff um that like the middle kind of touches but doesn't really um you could then say like oh we have like these zones and then there's these like empty spaces where like nothing is and be like what if we tried to develop something in that space would people like it um so you can do stuff like that because you know how to like you know how to toggle certain things it just doesn't mean people do it okay um I hope, really this cool. is in, I hope this is interesting for people because I, I feel like when I talk about, when I start to go into statistic, statistical analysis, people go like, their eyes just glaze over. And I get it because sometimes I start to go into it and my eyes glaze over and I'm just talking words that I know. Um, sure. Yeah, because like, I mean, like, you know, as an engineer, I, I happen to be a very, like, you know, numbers and mathy kind of guy. So like sure. I'm hearing this for the first time just now. So I'm like, like oh. I'm like, this is cool. Like there's a whole world of information that I wasn't familiar with. And you know, I'd want to learn more. But you know, you know, we do have cookies to talk about at some point. I don't know. Right. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. This wasn't anything I was planning on talking about. But I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Have I ever mentioned how annoying it is when people are like, oh, your job's a food scientist. I feel like I have. <laughs> I feel like we've definitely talked talked about it. We've definitely point. talked about it because I just I feel like I just have an elevator pitch for it. Yeah. And like about what I do and my job and blah blah blah. But like I I assume it's cuz my job is weird and uncommon at least in my area. I know in okay. the Midwest it's way more common. Um because like General Mills, Kellogg, all that. Um, right, right. But like do you have your elevator pitch for your job? You don't have to tell me your elevator pitch, but I don't know if other people experience this. Like, do accountants who are just like, oh, you know, like, here's my elevator pitch for, like, yeah, I'm an accountant for a big, for, like, for Pornhub. Uh, you know, I do, <laughs> I have, like, dildo analysis or whatever. Uh, um, um, I definitely have my, um, I've got, like, two versions of the thing that I say to based on how technical the other person is. Like, if I don't know, I, I kind of use, like, the more general one. But if I do know whether or sure. not they are, they kind of, like, tune it up or down, depending on what they, you know, what they're interested in. Because, like, look, there's aspects of my job that I could be very, <laughs> very bored about, and so I don't want to bore yeah. a stranger with it. So, but, you know, a job's a job, so. Yeah. I, I always get worried that, like, I'll just never find, I mean, I mean, if I ever became famous podcast man, um, uh, that would be cool. But I feel like I'm always worried that whenever I make something a job, it's just going to in- suddenly not be interesting to me. That is, that is honestly my biggest fear for, like, all my creative endeavors so far. Right. Like, oh, man, I became a professional comedian, and ugh, I hate it now. Yeah. Oh, I'm I a mean, professional brewer. Ugh, I hate it now. Like, 
Um, I like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, like I did comics in my, almost as a pretty much a part-time job. Like only didn't make any money off it. Uh, except your for, comic like, was great. The one I, the one I got from you was really, really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, and I mean, I've been thinking of doing more of that in my free time, but you know, there is this thing like it is a huge, co- I know it's a huge commitment. Like I enjoy the, um, God, I could talk about it forever. Uh, I, you know, I, I enjoy the, it's almost like a meditative practice for me because especially doing like a long form comic, you know, there's lots of these steps you go through and whatever. And it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun for me, but I don't know if it's fun for me because I wasn't relying on it to live. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've never done like a, anything that I find to be creatively satisfying for money. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought the sentence was ending there. I'm like, all right. I've well, never done I, anything. I guess it's the end of the podcast. Satisfying. So uh, this is great. I have never liked anything uh, I've done. No, but I've never done any, anything that is like creatively satisfying for money. I get you know, that. like we had we had Josh on the show, and I I admire Josh because Josh is writing freaking books. You know, like yeah. he's, he's writing books. He's writing for TV. He's doing stand up. Uh, or he was before the pandemic. Like he's just living his life, being a nice dude, right? Yeah, no, it was it was, it was great talking with him. Uh, you know, like it, part of me thinks like that'd be really cool to do all that stuff, but I don't know if it changes once I'm in that in that position. You know, and I, I part of me, part of me thinks no. Like right, like okay. I feel like part of me is it you your relationship to it changes, but like it doesn't change because like I've been doing so much comedy shit for so long that my relationship to it is different, but it's still fun. Um, right. I'm sure, sure. I'm just sure that there's like more, if I had to do it for a living, there'd just be more bullshit I'd have to deal with. Like I'd, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I have to write this shitty. Ugh, I have like, I I'm a, a comedy writer, but I'm a writer for like a show. I don't like just so that I can get on a show that I like, or I have sure. to do this other like small comedy gig at a place I fucking hate, which I remember doing as a standup fucking hated that shit. Um, as like a stepping stone to get to like the part that is good. Um, right. I, don't I mean, I, I suppose even like with any career, there's probably some amount of, yeah, you got to do the lesser stuff before you get into, there is always paying dues, but there's also a lot of people they're like, I think I, there's two sides of that coin, right? There's yeah. a, like an amount of like, you got to pay your dues. You can't just walk into, to, any establishment and be like, I know what I'm doing. And you got to do that in any freaking career, right? Like I remember starting out as a food scientist and walking into a job as a quality assurance technician, wearing a white coat, being this white kid who just graduated college, going into a factory filled with people who've been working there for 30 years and actually know what they're fucking doing. And meanwhile, I'm just like, I don't know if you are doing it right. And they're just like, get the fuck out of here, white kid. Like I don't, (laughs) Nobody likes you here. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Respect me. Um, which honestly was humbling for sure. And was sure. very, it was very humbling and very helpful for my perspective on my own, like privilege, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but like even for comedy shit, like there's the same, there's a, there's a lot of the same, right? Like, yeah. Some yeah. people can just walk in and be successful, and that's because they knew somebody. Um, but yeah, and, most and, and I mean, people I mean, have to and, work their way up. Yeah, and I and I feel like with everything too, there's sometimes some people have there's that aspect of just like right place, right time sort of thing. Sometimes you do just get lucky. Um, yeah, 
And the, not just comedy, but really kind of anything. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, with buying a house, sometimes you're just like right place, right time, right? Like, oh, yeah. With fucking, uh, like, and, like, yeah, finding an apartment, finding a person you like, right? Right yeah. place, right time. Absolutely. Much like carrot cake Oreos. Absolutely. And I'm glad I found these when I did. Um, uh, I know. Speaking uh, of segues. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, one of my best segues, uh, frankly. Um, oh, man. But, yeah, I, I think that being... there, There's, like, you have to be lucky and you have to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, because luck will only hold out so long. you can long. just be lucky and get by with that. But most people have to be both. Yeah. So... Um, that's that. Uh, I, I, uh, let's, let's talk about the cookie a little bit. Like, let's, let's, let's describe some shit about it. Cause you know, okay. we never yeah, yeah. fully established. We actually, we, we came to agreement on is banana bread, a cake or a bread very quickly. Yeah. What the difference was. Yeah. It no, is cake like, but it is not cake. Unless you frost it. And then the minute you frost it, cake. Yep, absolutely. So is unfrosted cake bread? Uh, Question um, for the ages. Oh, man. Uh, depends like, on the shape of... If it's circular, it's a muffin. It could be very big. Uh, a big muffin. Yeah, no, you know what? Unfrosted cake is bread. No, yeah, that's right. Unfrosted By our cake yeah. is bread. I, I, actually, I, I feel so, like it's the simplest answer. It's real. Yeah, it's I, so, real razor situation. Yeah, when we uh, what when we were talking about, it, I made sure to write down the axis, the axes here, just to make sure that I kept it all straight. And yeah, <laughs> it's it, you know. So I mean, if you have less frosting on a cake, I guess like you know, it's a spectrum, right? Less frosting means it's less cake. So like, if you were only put it on the top, like it has like you know, it has bread layers. I would no, I don't think it's that granular. I think that it is. You think like... you think, you think it, it can be well? Because I mean, like one of the axes is. Dry versus moist. You can't be like binary dry moist. Yeah, you can. Well, no, you can't. can't. No, uh, you can't because I mean, like, at like some point, I think with cake, so... I think I think like it is. You know, if you think about it, like blood types, right? There's like A B A B, and so there's like, and the, but then there's the plus minus. There's the RH factor. You're either positive yeah. or you're negative. And Don't I think O-type. frosting is like an RH factor for for bread bread cake. <laughs> On the bread cake spectrum, it either is or isn't. If it's on there, and I think it has to be on there purposefully. If someone spills frosting on it, it doesn't stop being bread because someone fucked up. I think food has to have purpose. Food can't just be fucking (laughs) chaos. It can be chaos. It shouldn't be chaos. If If we're making definitions, this is my line in the bread sand. Okay. We talk about um, bread all the fucking time on this. It's my favorite thing. I'm going to be baking bagels this weekend, <gasps> and I, I can't wait. No. Oh, I have even more stuff to talk about, and I haven't discussed this, what this Oreo is even like. Okay, let's talk was... about the Oreo a little bit. Okay. It's like uh, the littlest bit. Okay, um, so the littlest bit. Uh, I am looking at a picture of it right now because my... Hey, don't judge me. I have a picture of it. Um, <laughs> it it's the there, it, so. The box itself has a, a nice, uh, it looks like a nice moist slice of double-decker carrot cake. You know, like it's a, it's a two-layer cake. Um, 
with you know the cream cheese frosting. It has uh, a little frosting carrot on top, and I always love it when they do it. It seems to be like if there is some food law out there about this stuff, um, I would say uh, you're legally required to have frosting carrots on your carrot cake frosting. I okay. I can I make a confession? Um, I don't like carrot yeah. cake that much. I don't really like carrot cake that much. Well. I, you know, or I, I, it's I, either I don't like carrot cake or I haven't had a good carrot cake. And I, I would posit that it's maybe number two. I want to say it's number two because honestly. Um, but I've had good, I've had carrot cake that people have said is good. And I think they were. And I was like, you're wrong. Yeah. But like I had champagne that people said was good. And I was like, this sucks. And then I had champagne that pe- that was good. And I was like, oh, okay. okay, I get champagne now. Yeah, you might not. Have I think I'm just the... a fucking critic. Like, I just don't think I can. I can't let something go. <laughs> sure. No, and hey, maybe you just haven't found the right one. Uh, if I ever make it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if we'll see if but I can get closer. There's just like these weird know. strips of like hard cake, like carrot. Okay, so so I was I was I was gonna work towards that um, because uh, um, you know because I'm just distri- describing just like what Oreo imagines is the perfect slice of carrot cake, which is on their box, and it doesn't it does involve the orange strips in it. Um, Ugh, so I, which I hate. I hate. That's what that's what does it for me. Do you think do you think it's for the same reason why like coconut and food is kind of gross because Probably. you get like, little strips of it? Okay. Probably. I can see that. What like, if it is was there, purple is there carrots? A, say that again? What if it was purple carrots? That'd be fun. But yeah, I don't know if be it'd fun. be better. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. I mean, they, they taste the same, I think, but you know, I, I think. I think so, but like I'm sure there's a sensory scientist out there who's like, well, actually, <laughs> as a leader in the carrot field, it's like get out of here, Trevor. Like nobody cares. This is What's a comedy up, podcast with science sometimes, um, but I, it's it. I, I think the strips strips of things in food not appealing. It's like confetti. It's confetti you eat. It's it you know it is it is vegetable funfetti. It is not. It it, it is not. Is. Would you? I want a different. I want another root cake. I want another cake made of a different root. Um, beet so cake. Ta- I'm sure it exists. Beet cake. That's the worst. I hate beets. I don't like beets. I don't uh, like earthy yeah, things in general. I'm not a big fan. Is it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about the other root vegetables. Ooh, I bet, I bet there's got to be like what a ginger cake of some sort. Does ginger count? Oh sure, ginger. Yeah. Ginger is a root, but there's no like strips of ginger in ginger cake. You could well, do it. Maybe. You probably could. Yeah, I mean, no, I've yeah, had but like of I feel like before. here's the thing. Those are much more like. You, I think it's not necessarily that there are strips in there. Is that like they resist you in an unpleasant way? Like you bite <laughs> in and it resists. <laughs> Like there the, is authorita- a, the authoritarian regime of your mouth is displeased is not, with the resistance does not of the strips. Dissent, <laughs> but like that's uh, what it that's what it is for me. Yeah. So if you're if you're a strip hater, um, there are strip no strips. haters. <laughs> there are no strips of carrot or anything in the carrot cake Oreos. Uh, these, to which I was cook- surprised by. I was I honestly, was I didn't think this tasted very carrot cakey. Well, so what I, will give, what I will give them is that when you open the, as soon as you open the box for the first time, you get a big whiff of the, uh, uh, what is it? Cinnamon? The, uh, cream cheese, the che- cream cheese frosting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which is 
to die for. The fucking re- center of these is unbelievable. Yeah, they um I I honestly think that for Oreo cream, you know, like they I think they kind of nailed what their version of carrot cake uh what is it uh cream cheese cream, cream cheese frosting in every Oreo forever. Like that's yeah. the best. It was honestly top tier cream. Like S tier cream at least. Um, oh yeah. The rest of the cake, the rest of the cookie, we'll have to wait to the end of the episode about my opinion, but I don't my my big problem with this was a was a pleasant surprise also, which is that oh. it wasn't very carroty. I didn't get a lot of carrot. I looked on that the ingredients. A, there was not carrots. Carrots. That, there was no carrots. That's a good point. You know, I was I was honestly enjoying it, enjoying the cream so much. It didn't even oh. occur to me that like it wasn't carroty. No, it was not. There's no carrotness to it. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, as a quick side note for for the listeners who have not seen or tasted this, it's not the typical chocolate cookie. It is like their graham cracker sort of cookie. No, it's a carrot cake flavored Oreo. Is okay. what it says on the box. Yeah, they so didn't It's not really the graham the cracker cookie. one. It's the carrot cake flavored Oreo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that's that then. Like, I was fully expecting to either bite into the cookie and there be like... HVP, hydrolyzed vegetable protein that's colored orange mixed in that I bite into and I'm be like pissed off by because it's like way tougher than it needs to be. Or in the cream cheese, I would have been like, this is a fucking food prank that I'm not here for. Um, but like, we're, I, yeah. <laughs> I would say we're really against food pranks here. I, I, as I am happy to say all the time, food surprises are the worst surprises. Nope. Nobody likes a good food surprise. There's no such thing as a good food surprise. All food surprises are bad. Um, but like I bit into it and I was like, Oh, pleasantly surprised that this isn't carrot. But I also feel like that works against it. So I feel like the deck, I feel like I came, I came into this trying to give it, Okay, I came into it wanting to be an unpartial critic and knew I wasn't going to be. And then <laughs> I started tasting it and then was surprised that the thing I don't like wasn't there, which is also part of the criteria for, I think, me ranking it. Because I think it has to deliver on its promise. Okay. Right? And I, you know, I think that's fair. Like, it didn't um, deliver... It, this is like a cinnamon cheesecake Oreo, which is fucking great. Like, that's a great... <laughs> cinnamon cheesecake Oreo changed nothing about this. Cinnamon cheesecake Oreo on board. But it's not just really cha- Just change the name. Yeah. Okay. All right. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yeah, you know, I, I think... I, you know, I, 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 you know, when I was sampling these... Uh, mm-hmm. I really, I really liked it. You know, I, I felt really strongly about this again. But it all comes down to the cream cheese because, like, I really think that cream cheese is the, so good. Yeah, it, the flavor, the smell, the texture is really nice too. Yeah. for this cream, I found. But yeah, you're right. Like, does it taste like carrot cake though? No. I like. Does not I honestly, deliver on I honestly, the promise. I honestly feel like it could get extra points, like you said, just by changing its name. Yeah. Oh my God! It in cinnamon cheesecake Oreo, on board. Yeah, I man, I, I wonder if this is what it's like to be like a strict teacher. Like um like you did a great like job. Like you read a great Not, essay. Yeah, like like this is Pulitzer worthy or whatever. However, not what I was looking for. You know, I don't want to give away a tear yet. I'm get this isn't the question <laughs> I asked and uh even if this is good work, I'm going to have to give you an F, Einstein. <laughs>
you know. Go back and work at that patent office, nerd. Yeah, go back to the patent office, you lazy sack of shit. You'll never amount to anything. <laughs> Turns out he amounted to a lot of things. Success is relative. Yeah, get back to that. Get back to work. Yeah, get out of here. Go back. Go back to the uh, the motivational poster factory, Einstein. <laughs> well, yeah, you you proved brownie in motion. Yeah, I like brownies, and it's gonna motion to my mouth. Get out of here. That is one thing that he did prove. He did prove brownie in motion. Yeah, yeah. I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to think back, and um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, if we're t- if we're talking about slightly related things, um, I was thinking of like, there is not a lot of carrot cake in the, at least in my part, you know, in my life. Um, yeah, well, there's not a lot of carrot cake in my life because I don't really like it. But sure. I've also not had good carrot cake. I'm well, I'm convinced I haven't had good carrot cake. Yeah, and we'll have to find it for you. But like, I guess what I'm thinking is like, I would only ever experience it at like, uh, like a grandparent's house or like one of those like. It is a know. very grandparent dessert. Yeah, or like one of those like s- semi-fancy restaurants or something. I feel like it's one of those things that they have on the menu for some reason. And, you know, or it's like in the glass case of things of possible desserts. But like, other than that, you never, I never see it anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very much like, it seems like of something of a, a bygone era of like, you know, the Betty Crocker, like, nightmare retro foods you know <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. though well, what like, is an example of a nightmare retro food like the fucking like hot dog jello like that kind of shit oh like aspic. i've not had that <laughs> okay you know okay. the olive an olive loaf christmas tree kind of thing spaghetti I, you know, I, spaghetti jello molds i'm not this isn't me like improvising these are things i i like I wanted to believe that these were all your own creations. I have not personally experienced any of them. No, th- like vint- vintage food nightmares are like the worst. Like they are, <sighs> they invoke the aura of the 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 videos you occasionally see on Facebook and Twitter that are like clearly meant to be disgusting. The hot dog pie kind of thing, which is okay, like yeah, awful. yeah, yeah. But like these ones, you can kind of tell are serious. Like you can kind of tell are like like the the weird looking vegetable quiche with like peas, um, or the crown of crown roast of frankfurters surprise mayonnaise uh, pie, like. All right, I don't know. I'm going to need to see a picture of that because surprise mayonnaise pie sounds like... I, I'm thinking regular pie crust, just mayonnaise inside. Um, surprise. It is... It is not that. Sending you the photo. Okay, here I am. Knock surprise g- g- gelatine creations. Surprise mayonnaise in the mold of a masterful meal. Uh, I I feel ill. Um... I mean, that's, I feel like, one of the worst ones, but I feel like this is full stop the worst one. But, which like, is, can you... Which is Jello salad. <laughs> which is just... It, it is... From the looks of this retro picture, like, six delicious flavors of Jello salads. In there seems to be 
an amount of like there's definitely tomatoes in there there looks to be like some amounts of vegetables it is green colored oh man i don't i don't know i i i'm, I'm they did a lot of like weird two, shit with jello i'm having like two super conflicting feelings right now what are one they? is uh the first one is like like really really positive and like really really all sorts of I want to try that. Like, I really want to know what that's like. And the other is just, like, abject horror. So, I just want to fully describe exactly what... Because I'm looking at the description now of this Jello salad picture. What is in this green Jello mold is olives, Ugh. celery, Ugh. and these yellow squares that I couldn't quite figure out what they were that have been confirmed to be cheese. <laughs> Like, just <laughs> fuck you, Betty Crocker. <laughs> like, at that point... Ah! Hey, for, um, for, uh, coming from someone, myself, who has made uh, Doritos and Mountain Dew Oreos... But um, I feel like that's nothing compared. No, no, no. Coming from someone who's done that, like, this is, this is just a nightmare. Right? Like, you're, you're right. It gets that name for a reason. <laughs> this is... This isn't this next one isn't really gross but it is like it feels like a it feels like a crime um it, but it doesn't it's wait. not like it's not gross but it feels wrong it is spaghetti and meatballs in a sunday cup <laughs> just <there's> something <laughs> really like unca- this is like this is how an alien would be like hello fellow humans like that's how I am eating my spaghetti. <laughs> like, oh wow. Okay, so this is reminding me of something, and I hope we haven't talked about this before. But, um, eating eating prop eating like normal food in weird form factors, uh, that that got me thinking. Uh, one time, at my parents' place, uh, <laughs> I had uh, how did they do it? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh. A hamburger patty was broken up and put into a hot dog bun. Is that a sandwich? Hamburger. <laughs> so like a cheese. Because it's no longer patty, a hot dog. A hamburger patty was broken up. So no, that's a that's a, well. I mean, I think a hot dog is a sandwich. So yes, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of course. I used to when I worked at a sub shop. We had a hamburger sub, which was. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was, uh, they basically, we we made, like, square patties, and then we would, like, cut them up, like, melt cheese on them, and, like, put them in the hot dog, or, like, in the sub configuration, and, uh, <laughs> like, toppings and whatever on top. Um, you, you deploy them into a sub roll. Yeah. I, I have one more... I have one more to just share with you. One more nightmare food. Because okay, it just feels okay. like this last one is just the the people at Cheese Whiz just really phoned it in. Sure. In a way that is like impressively phoned in. I want you to read the description about how about this fucking thing. Okay. Just, just read or like it's it's on the picture. Okay. Hold on one sec. Let me just get it. Right I didn't expect this to be the Nightmare Foods episode, but it is the Nightmare Foods episode. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay. Talk about surprise visitors. Last last Saturday, the TV repairman showed up. Dot, dot, and dot. In time, 
dot dot dot, and in time to get the doubleheader in, in single focus. What do you serve an honored guest like that? As many cheese whiz uh, sandwiches as he can eat. He and my husband ate seven innings worth. Ooh, okay. uh, I, I I should have read this before I uh, before I actually read it out loud. That's okay. I don't, I, how many? How many? How many is that? How many is a seven seven innings? So in I this mean, picture of a cheese whiz sandwich is a piece of white bread, obviously, uh-huh. which just like that has been just fucking slathered in cheese whiz processed cheese spread just like globs of it but this story brings up so many questions sure so the tv repairman showed up uninvited they were not no one expected this tv repairman to show up already this is a plot to a pornography this this is is, already a porno plot Wait a second. So is this some sort of like TV repairman, like superhero? Because he just he, showed up. He's just he like, just what a surprise! Up. And and just in time to fix this TV that they were that they needed for uh, the double header. They um cool. Uh, but how did he know? Is there a TV? Is there a TV breaking epidemic going on that we don't know about back then? Is this why that they? I don't know. Like because it's not. It, it is not. And this is the sentence again. Talk about surprise visitors. Last Saturday, the TV repairman showed up, dot, 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 in time for the double header in a single focus. To get the double header in single focus. Which is like, it's not that... It, did he, like, detect that the TV was broken? That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Right? But, like, in a normal world, they would have been like, the TV's broken, so we called up the repairman. How do we repay him? With well, a cheese with sandwich, like psychopaths, like... Well, to be the, fair, the TV yeah. guy just showed up and he was like, I think your TV is about to break. And they're like, it is. And they looked over and they're like, oh, my God, it's broken. Thank God. you're uh, Well, here. I mean, well, let's put it this way. He ate seven innings worth. Uh, and have you ever tried ordering food at like a stadium of any sort? Like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of cheese whiz. Well, right. But I mean, like they paid him well, probably because top you know, and bottom of the innings. Oh, I thought you meant of the bread. I'm like, of how the do you hold it? <laughs> the cheese whiz is the bread. The bread is in the center. Oh, man. It's like a double down, but with cheese. Oh. The KFC double down with the uh, fried chicken as bread. Oh, my God. I've never tried one. All Talk reviews- about surprise visitors. <laughs> Last Saturday, <laughs> the TV repairman showed up. I'm already in. Oh, man. I, I, wa- I, I want to know the rest of that story. I, it's just... it's fascinating just the it it's just so weird i i love you cheese whiz but that's a weird fucking that's just a weird story it's weird story they um, do have a cute little uh uh you know blur a uh, little uh descriptive blurb here it's the jar that gets you out of a jam it's the jar that gets you out of a jam nick on that note i think we should give we should rank this uh this uh delicious cookie and i think it was pretty i think it gets high marks from me only because of the inner um it whereas in whereas the cookies are actually delicious but do not deliver on their promise of carrot which i i'm disappointed in i'm not disappointed in but i feel like people would be disappointed in yeah um i would say if you're going for the full carrot cake experience this does not entirely uh hit its mark 
However, if you are a cream cheese frosting fan, oh, which I fucking um, am, yeah, there's probably no better way to get that in your, in your life than this. Like, if oh. you can't get the real deal, um, you know, I, I, it, you know, whatever, it's probably easy enough to come by. But I mean, like this, you can just buy in a box. Um, yeah, uh, but I mean, if we're going the strict teacher route, I don't know. I, I'm trying. I'm right now. I'm trying to do the mental math of how many points you deduct for not living up to your name. So if it lived up to its name. Or if that was not a criteria, how about that? If that was not a criteria, what would you give it? I don't, like, I'd honestly be willing to put this in, like, A territory. I was thinking A as well. But I yeah. feel like not delivering on the promise, does is it enough to knock it down to B? I'm, I don't even know if it is, because I feel like the A is so good. I feel like, I feel like if this was, like, a nail-to-carrot-cake flavor, it might even be better. Like it might, like it may have been an S tier cookie, even though I hate it. I feel like you would have argued S tier and I would have argued A or B, but I feel like that cream cheese frosting is just so good. Yeah. You know, I, and it's a cinnamon cheesecake cookie. I'm on board. Yeah. I more, more of that, please. Yeah. I've got a whole box of it sitting right here on my desk. Yeah. I I think, I think A is a very, is, is very, is you know, very fair. This is very good. This is a very good cookie. I really, really expected to give the shitty marks because I don't like carrot cake and I love, I really like this cookie. So, yeah. Oh my God. All right. Oh, okay. So another, another A tier. Another one goes in the A. It's pretty dang, pretty heckin good. Right. So, you know, sometimes, you know, I, you know, you gotta give them credit like a uh, Oreo. They, you know, you, you make enough cookies. Like you make a good cookie every now and again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if they're just making them at random, you know, a good one's gonna come oh, out once in a while. Totally. I hope they listen to this and just and, and realize that. I would love, love for them, them to listen to this. If you are listening, Oreo, uh, tweet us at uh, at Good, good Stuff, Stuff podcast. with one F podcast. Um, and uh, if you aren't Oreo and you like our podcast, please share it with your friends because uh, we like doing this. That's all. And, and if and you are Oreo, all... share it with your friends, your other cookie friends. Maybe they can, I don't know, we'll interview a sentient Nutter Butter. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, well, and hey, to, to bring it all the way back around to the beginning of the conversation, like, yeah, tell all your friends. Then we can start, then we can do, then we can do the science to know if doing something you love for, uh, for, for creative for money that, then we'll know if we like it, if we yeah. still like it or not. After. Help us experiment with our careers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, or just send us money. That's good too. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Um. Well, I've been Rob. I, I've been Nick. And we hope you get dunked, babies. Uh. Talk about surprise visitors. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Good Stuff with Rob and Nick. Good Stuff is produced by Rob Mulligan and promotional artwork by Nick Pattis. Good Stuff's theme is composed by Kenny Gray of Mess and Finesse. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Good Stuff Podcast. See you next week.